Hello and welcome to Bereaved Motherhood and All It Entails. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking all about Mother's Day as a bereaved mom. So Mother's Day is just around the corner. We are all acutely aware of it, I'm sure. And, or at least Mother's Day in the U.S. is Sunday. I know that in some other countries, it's a different weekend. Um, But here in the United States, Mother's Day is in just a few days. And your first Mother's Day as a bereaved mom can be extremely hard. It can be a really dark day. You can find yourself in a really dark place and it can just be simply overwhelming um, emotionally and just with the reality of the situation that you find yourself in. When we were all dreaming about our first Mother's Days with our little ones, this is not what we pictured. This is not what we envisioned. Um, So to start off, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to you. I think it's really important to recognize your motherhood because regardless if our children are living and breathing or if they live in heaven you are still a mom and having more children doesn't make you more of a mom having less children doesn't make you less of a mom having a child that lives in heaven makes you no less a mom than having a child that lives on earth and i just think that's really important to recognize and i know that for some of you no one may wish you a happy mother's day today for others of you maybe your partner maybe your own mom or um, someone in your life a friend or something may wish you a happy mother's day but it probably would look a lot different if your situation looked different and so i just think it's really important to acknowledge that number one you are a mom so happy mother's day because today is a day for you just as much as it is a day for people whose children are here on this earth And secondly, I want you to know that it's okay if today is a really hard day or really dark, depressing day. And that I am just so, so sorry that this is the position that you find yourself in. But today we're going to talk about how to handle Mother's Day and how to go about it to hopefully ease the pain, ease the triggers, and to make it the best day possible that you can have. I'm not saying it's going to be a good day, but to at least give you the tools to make it as bearable as it can be. So number one, I would say sometimes the workup or the anticipation of the actual day can be worse than the day itself. Now, other times for other people, they're the kind of people that maybe just push things off in the distance, like not going to think about it, not going to think about it, not going to think about it. And then the day comes and it just kind of hits them in the face. And it's like, oh my goodness, this is really, really terrible. (coughs) And so depending which camp you fall in, you might be pleasantly surprised at the way Mother's Day goes, um, or you might be surprised at how hard it hits you, especially if you feel like you're doing better, you kind of have your grief, quote unquote, in check, those types of things. So I think it's really important to just be gracious with yourself and your heart and your feelings on Mother's Day. Recognize that you don't know how you're going to react. You don't necessarily even know what to expect 
and that's okay. So giving ourselves that grace is just so important. And it's something we have to do time and time again, especially in this grieving mourning process. We just have to give lots and lots of grace. And that includes to ourselves. We need to give ourselves the grace and the space to grieve and to handle this day the way that works best for you. We all are different people. We have different personalities. We have different backgrounds. We have different life experiences. We have different families. We have different traditions. And so that is all going to affect what today looks like and how it best needs to be handled for you, the unique person you are and the unique circumstances that surround you. So I definitely think making a plan is incredibly helpful. Anytime we can kind of have a game plan, we can kind of default back to that rather than just drowning in the emotions and in all the festivities that maybe you um, traditionally have partaken in. So I think it's really good to think about, okay, what do I want today to look like? So what is expected of me today? Maybe there's a lot of expectations in your family. Like, oh, we do this, 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 and that. Um, Maybe there's none. Maybe it's very much of a day that every year it looks different or it's not really overly celebrated. Um, Maybe you just send a card to your own mom, send a text, and that's kind of the extent of that. So depending on the circumstances, the situation that you find yourself in, make a game plan and kind of think about what do you think that you would need and I understand that you might not know and it can change and that's okay but jot down and actually take the time to put down your ideas like okay what do I think today is going to look like and then what do I think will be helpful for me to get through this day versus what would be detrimental to me And the things that are going to be detrimental, the things that are going to hurt you or cause you pain, it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to be like, you know what? Not this year. And maybe never again, but you don't have to make that decision. You just have to take it one year at a time. So for right now, just worry about this year, you know, today, what do I need for my grief process at where I am today? And kind of write down some things that would be helpful, some things that would be appreciated, and then things that um, are not helpful, that would be detrimental to you, that you are just like, nope, these are vetoes. These are things I refuse to do. You know, These are things that maybe I'd be open to. It's just going to depend how the day goes, how I feel, kind of what happens. You can kind of put those in the middle and then you can put, okay, this is what I need. And then let, if you have a partner, you don't let them know, okay, this is how you can support me. This is going to be hard. I need you to recognize that this is Mother's Day and these are the things I need from you. I know sometimes as women, we expect our husbands, we expect our significant others to just be able to kind of read our mind or pick up on our hints or our clues, or maybe we've really have been quite clear and have kind of said what we wanted, but make sure they are 100% aware of what you expect and what you need. You know, go over this game plan with them. Be like, okay, you know, we've got to, we've got to prep for Mother's Day. This is going to be a hard day. This is emotionally a really difficult day for me. So these are the things that we're not doing. I just can't go through this this year. These are the things that I'm not sure. We're going to just have to wait and see. Maybe we'll try it. Maybe I'm going to have to leave early. You can come up with code words. I mean, you can make it as elaborate of a system or as simple as a system as what works for you. And then let him know, these are the things I absolutely 100% need from you. This is what I need for today. This is what I need to get through today in the best way possible. 
And then once you have that plan, once you've connected with that person, that's going to help you. You know, if you don't have a significant other, if that's not an option for you, maybe you can talk to your own mom and be like, okay, this is kind of what I need for support. Um, Or whoever that person hopefully is in your life that can kind of help you with that. You know, communication is key and just making sure it's really clear. And then maybe briefing family. So maybe your significant other, you're used to doing a brunch, you know, to celebrate his mom. And you're like, you know what? No, I just can't do it. There's going to be babies there. or There's going to be pregnant women there. Or I'm afraid, you know, sister-in-law Jill is going to announce her pregnancy or whatever. And I just, I can't be there. I can't risk it. I just can't do it. And so you're just straight up and up and up front and up and honest with your significant other. And maybe that's a really special event for him and something he really, really wants to do. But at a certain time, he's got to support you. He's got to stand by your side and he can talk to his mom and be like, you know what? Because of our circumstances, you know, we're going to take a year off. We're not going to attend today. And, you know, he can let her know how much he loves her. He can take her out for breakfast, for lunch, you know, for dinner at another time to celebrate his mom and to do, you know, a delayed or an early Mother's Day celebration with her, you know, that's totally fine. And that's even something that I would recommend in a situation like that, where you might be potentially pulling somebody away from an event that they enjoy and that's special to them and that they, you know, use to celebrate their own mom. Instead of just saying, no, you can't celebrate your mom because I'm struggling, you know, give them another option of how they can do it, how this year things are just going to look a little different. And this is, you know, what you need to feel loved and supported. Um, And any good guy, any person that truly cares about you, even if they're disappointed to miss out on something that they might enjoy, they're going to want to do what's best for you. Because if they truly, if you truly love someone, you want to, you want to do what's best for them. You want to care for them and you want to show that to them and be a support to them. And so that is definitely something I'd recommend. Mimi had something on your side of the family and you know, oh my goodness, mom is going to be upset. She's going to be offended because we always do this. And this is a big thing to her and she really appreciates it. Maybe it's the one time a year she sees all of her kids and all of a sudden you're going to pull away and you're not going to be there. Again, give her a heads up, talk to her, let her know, hey, mom, you know, this year I just can't do this. It's too hard, you know blah, 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 blah. Explain it to her. Let her know the why so that she doesn't just feel ghosted and she can't render her own conclusions. We might think, hey, this is really straightforward. This is pretty simple, kind of like, duh. But when emotions are attached to things, people cannot think clearly and they can, and they just don't always understand where we're coming from and what we're going through unless they've been in our shoes, unless they're also a bereaved mom. They really can't grasp how hard um, Mother's Day can be for so many, so many different people, but that's a topic for another time. And so if they're in not one of those camps where they don't understand the difficulties and the triggers of Mother's Day, then you really might have to explain, you know, the why. Now, don't let a manipulative mom or mother-in-law, you know, persuade you or your husband to do something you're uncomfortable with. You know, at the end of the day, they're going to have to respect your decision, whether they like it or not. But at least show them that respect, show them that grace to explain the why, you know, you're not going to partake in the family brunch or whatever it is that you guys do 
this year. You know, if it's your mom, maybe you want to do something just with her. Maybe you're like, you know what, let's go get pedicures and it'll just be like a fun girls date or something and an opportunity that you have for that. It obviously is going to depend on your relationship with your mom. Maybe it's something where you're like, you know what, I'll send her a card maybe you'll send her flowers and that's that. I don't want to go out of the house. I don't want to do like those Mother's Day like celebrations. So I just need to like send her something and kind of wash my hands of it. And that's totally fine too. You have to do what works for you, what's best for you. And maybe you feel guilty. Maybe you're like, man, but I always do this. It's kind of our tradition. Maybe you always do get the pedicures. Maybe that's you and your mom's thing. And you're like, I just can't do it this year. And so you're resorting to just having flowers delivered. And you're like, man, it feels impersonable. I feel bad. But you know what? Any mother, just like you and I were moms, right? We know the love we have for our children. Any mother that truly loves her child is going to want what's best for them. And we never want to cause our children hurt and pain. And likewise, if your mother is at all a decent human being that loves you, she's not going to want to cause you hurt or pain either. And so this will be something that she'll understand and respect, even if it isn't like her first choice. Because the fact of the matter is baby loss, children dying, it affects the whole family. There's a ripple effects and it definitely primarily and most drastically affects the parents, but it does affect all the members of the family. And so this is just an example of that. And so you have to do the best that you can do. And I think that's the tricky thing about Mother's Day is because we're still somebody's child like we all have a mom and, you know, our significant other has a mom. And so there's all these moms that we're trying to juggle And there can be a lot of sentimentality with Mother's Day for some women, while for other women, they kind of could care less. So depending kind of what circle you come from, you know, that's going to look different and vary. So that's why it's just really important to communicate, explain the why, explain it to your partner so they support you, they stand by you so that you're a team on this day. And then you tell the other people that it's going to affect specifically the mothers so that they know where you're coming from. And you know, if they throw a fit, if they throw a tinder tantrum, then that's on them. That's their problem. And this is totally a them issue if they're too dense to get this and understand why or see past themselves. That's totally a them problem and something I would worry zeroly about. But any decent, loving, true mother is going to sympathize. There's going to be empathy there and they're going to not want to cause you any pain or harm. And so, you know, I think that that's, that that's important to just communicate those, do it obviously in a kind, gracious way. And then let your significant other know what you need for that day. So do you want to celebrate, you know, if you have your child buried in a cemetery, do you want to visit the cemetery and maybe, um, have him cook muffins or pick up donuts or make some minerals or whatever and you know bring a picnic brunch or breakfast out to the cemetery so that you can like have breakfast with your child and just kind of enjoy nature and be in the peace of that surrounding maybe you guys want to go and get coffee and just sit on the bench you know at the cemetery or go on a walk around there um read books to, you know, your child, whatever it is you want to do. Maybe that's something that appeals to you. Maybe um, if you have cremated your child and they're in your home or something like that, you know, maybe you just want to stay in and you order takeout and you, you know, just really stay low. You don't have to get up 
out and about the house and you kind of just almost become a hermit in your own home and just make it a day for you and your partner to be together, to love one another. Maybe you look through albums and pictures. Maybe you share memories. Maybe you do some type of craft memorial type of activity to, you know, remember your baby with, um, there's so many different things and options. So definitely just kind of think about what you need. You know, maybe it's like, this is a day I'm just going to plan on being sad. I'm going to close my door. I'm, you know, going to binge ice cream. I'm going to watch sad movies and just cry all day long in bed. Um, you know, and, and that's fine. Whatever, whatever works for you. You know, we all have those days. Maybe you're somebody that's like, you know what? No, I need to get out. I need to keep myself busy. We're going to go on a hike and, you know, you plan a full day of activity. Um, whatever, whatever works for you, you know? And so that's why only you can make that decision because you know yourself, but whatever it is, come up with a game plan and then, let your husband know about it, let your partner know about it so that they can make sure that your hopes and dreams and your expectations are met and everything um, unfolds the way it needs to because you're still a mom. It's still Mother's Day, so it's still their job to make sure that your wishes are met, even if your wishes look different than if, you know, your baby was home in your arms with you. A child can't throw you a Mother's Day party. So regardless if our children are in heaven or on earth, it's up to our baby's fathers to make this day special for us. And that doesn't change just because our children do live in heaven. It's still their job. You're still the mother of their baby. It's still your day. It's still Mother's Day. So conveying those wishes and making sure that they implement them, that they go to the store, that they have every, all their ducks in a row. That's important. And maybe you're someone that's like, I would just love for you to show me love. Like I would love it if he would just surprise me, you know, with flowers or chocolates or a card. Like I want you to remember the day. I want you to acknowledge it. Um, and as much as we would love our husbands to read our minds and maybe just do that, be that romantic, do that type of thoughtful, um, unsolicited, type of behavior, you know, you know, your partner and you know, is that in their nature or is that really not them? Are they the type of person that if you're not like, honey, it's Valentine's day, um, maybe you should get me a card that you're not going to have a card. You know, if they're that type of person on Valentine's day, they're probably going to be that type of person on mother's day too. Whereas if there's someone that you come home and there's rose petals everywhere and candles lit and a beautifully romantic dinner that they've cooked you know, and it's the sweetest note for Valentine's Day, then they're probably the type of person that would want to do that type of thing for Mother's Day. But in this situation, they might not know what is okay or what isn't okay. You know, they might want to do something really special and big, but they might be afraid like, oh, it might really trigger them and be very upsetting and I would hurt them. And so that's why for this first one, it's just so important to communicate to your significant other so that you're not left disappointed. Um, because these are unique circumstances and maybe you're the type of person and you're married to the type of person that, you know, would do the big to do and knows that you love that. But it's like, oh, I don't want to, you know, do that for Mother's Day and then cause them hurt and pain. So maybe I'm just going to kind of ignore the day. And now all of a sudden your feelings are hurt and you feel like nobody remembered you or cares about your child or recognizes you as a mom. And so that's why it's just really important to communicate so that we set everybody up around us for success so that this day can be as painless and successful as it humanly possibly can be. It doesn't mean there's not going to be pain. It doesn't mean there's not going to be trial and hardships, but just doing those little things um, is important. And maybe you're like, hey, I'm still a mom. So 
I still want a Mother's Day present and um, all those types of things. And so I definitely think that that's really, really important to just communicate your wants, communicate your needs, come up with a game plan, let everybody know that it you know, pertains to so that they can plan, that they can understand where it is you're coming from. And then we just kind of have to wash our hands and release because everybody else's reactions and ideas about it, it's their own and we can't control those. And so we have to become okay um, not being able to control how other people are going to think or feel about these things and just embracing it and say like, all right, that's fine. You don't need to worry about it. You know, I've done my part this is my reasoning. This is, this is the way this year is going to look. And, you know, if they take it wonderfully, which I hope and pray they all do, then that's awesome. Kudos to them. You know, if they throw a tenter tantrum and act like a child, well, then that's a them problem and a sad commentary on the person that they are. Um, but definitely making a plan, communicating that, and then setting yourself up so that that day can be as successful as it possibly can be. It's going to come whether you want it to or not. And so knowing um, what you think you're going to need and what you kind of want that day to look like is going to be really, really important. You know, for myself, I have yet to go to church on Mother's Day. It's just too hard to see everybody with all their happy kids and like all the, you know, quote unquote, perfect happy families and everybody has their arms full of their children. You know, that just really, really tugs at my heartstring and is just a day that I struggle with. So I have yet to go to church on a Mother's Day. Um, So for the past three years, right? Yeah, I have, you know, not attended church on Mother's Day. Um, I'm someone that I expect my husband to make us a decent breakfast and I lay out recipes. I do the grocery shopping, so I make it very easy for him. And then he does that and we have a nice family breakfast together. And then we always go to the cemetery and um, depending on the weather, you know, we usually will get coffee um, and then sit out there and just spend some time with with our son, um, take some photos, do that type of thing out there. And then kind of just come back home and just really have a family orientated day. And I think that that can be a really, a really, really great blessing. And honestly, each year you do this, your wants, what you need, it can change, it can develop and that's okay. That's fine. That it can be that evolving process. That's absolutely fine. And, and you might start new traditions, you know, you might never go back to the big family brunch because it just hurts too much or you don't feel like your child or your own motherhoodness is accepted. Um, you know, maybe you feel like your family doesn't view you as a mom. And so you're like, you know what? I just don't want to put myself in that situation on a day like today, even if it's been, you know, 10 years down the road or something, maybe you've gone on to have more children, but it's just still too hard. Like that's okay. But the decision you make today doesn't have to be what you do next year. It doesn't have to be what you do in five years. You know, we're always changing and growing in our grief. And so every year we're going to have to look at Mother's Day and be like, okay, what do I want out of this day? What do I need out of this day? What do I need for support around me? And we're just going to have to communicate those needs. And eventually we might get to a point where we have our regular traditions. Uh, maybe they're the same that we had prior to our loss, or maybe they've changed, but they've become the norm. And that's just what we do. And then if so, you know, great, awesome. But sometimes maybe you're just having a hard year. And so that year, something looks different. Even if it's been five years, it's been 10 years. It's just like, you know what, this year we're going to do something a little different. Um, 
you know, that's okay. And I think that's why we just have to continually give ourselves that grace and really think about our needs in all of this. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. I hope that this has given you the tools and some ideas to set yourself up to have the most successful Mother's Day that you can possibly have. But regardless, know that you are a mom and your baby loves you. You are the best mom possible to your child. Um, God chose you to be their mother. And, you know, unfortunately, we live in a broken world, in a world full of sin and hurt and awful, terrible, tragic things happen. And, you know, unfortunately baby loss and child loss is is very real in our world and in our culture and on a day like mother's day it can just be a dagger in the heart it can really you know be thrown into our face those of us who've lost children um i know for so many people mother's day can be really hard whether they've lost their own mom and they grieve that whether they've lost their child um like you and i have or whether you know you've struggled with infertility um you potentially have empty arms you know, whatever it is, I know that there's a lot of people hurting in mothers on Mother's Day. Um, if it was up to me, I would get rid of the whole holiday to begin with because I think the people, it causes pain. It causes a much greater severe pain to those individuals than it causes joy to the people it brings joy to. But no one asked me and I don't get to dictate holidays. So alas, but just know that this is a hard day for a lot of people, that you're in community with others, that we care about you, that we're all thinking of each other, we're praying for each other, and um, you're on my heart, especially this weekend, because I just know how triggering, how horrible, how awful um, this weekend can be, and to just give yourself an abundance of grace and to just communicate your needs and i hope that you find support and love and care you know if you want something like a letter from your baby let somebody know um anything like that that you're like i really would like this this would be really meaningful make sure that you just communicate those needs um because remember people can't read your mind and they don't necessarily know what would be beneficial to you versus what would be hurtful to you you know for some women i know that that's something they love and for other women i know that they're that they think that that's very insensitive and triggering and so that's why it's just really important to communicate so that others don't have to do the guesswork um we have to do everything we can to set this up to be as successful and easy and peaceful weekend as it possibly can be and even in the pain even in the sorrow never forget that you're a mom and this weekend is just as much about you as it is any other mother and you deserve to be celebrated and recognized just as much as any other mother because out of all the moms in the universe the moms with the hardest callings are the moms who are called to give their children back to the lord and there is as a mom nothing harder than that and nothing more difficult and challenging in motherhood than that and so you are the superhero of moms you have by far the hardest path of any mother and you deserve to be told happy mother's day you deserve to be recognized on this weekend and on this day and so i pray that you feel loved that you know that your child loves you unconditionally they adore you and you are the very best mom to them that you humanly possibly can ever be and they're so lucky to have you as a mother i hope that your husband that your family your significant other whoever makes sure that you feel loved and reinforces what an amazing mom you are and how special you are and that people respect your wishes and that you're really able to communicate your needs and desires so that this day can be as smooth and as easy as it as it possibly can be while also you can be celebrated as the amazing mom that you are and i hope you know that and i hope you feel that because you are amazing and um 
And I'm so proud um, of you for sticking through this, for fighting this, for being here. Thank you so much. Um, If you liked the episode, please go ahead and rate the show. Give us a review. It just takes a couple seconds and it really helps us with all the algorithms out there. So thank you for your time. We drop new episodes every Friday at 3 a.m. Eastern time and at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard time. And just know that you're extra in my prayers and hearts this weekend. And I wish you the very best and hope that you can have a blessed, peaceful weekend. And I will see you next week.